I have had the opportunity to work with athletes from many walks of life, both individual and team sports, different cultures, genders, international and domestic, and all skill levels ranging from juniors to rec players to professional athletes to Olympians. The last couple of weeks, I was fortunate enough to work with 120 recreational beach volleyball players in Turks and Caicos. Here are some of the questions that came up about playing volleyball at that level. As a point of reference, beach volleyball has a similar structure to the minor leagues in baseball. In beach volleyball, for example, the skill levels and ratings are structured in a sequence from unrated to B, single A, double A, triple A, and professional, to name a few. While the examples below and the professional coaches and players you will hear from are all in the beach volleyball world, many of the responses and answers transfer to other sports. When you first start playing any sport, it can be a little bit intimidating. As with any new skill, it takes time and repetition to learn a skill, to get better at a skill, and to perfect a skill. Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Outliers. In this book, it talks about mastery of a skill at the highest level requiring 10,000 hours of practice. You may have heard this in 10,000 hours or 10,000 reps referred to in a lot of settings. Unless you're a professional athlete or trying to play in the Olympics, this may be a daunting or unrealistic goal in the sports world. For more information on goal setting, see episode one. What gets overlooked a lot is the fact that it is not just 10,000 reps or hours practicing, but the right repetitions. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanent. Perfect practice makes perfect. What is perfect for you? Here's some great advice from Evan on finding what works for you. If I had to give advice to a recreational player, it would be more about worrying about find ways to win at your level than playing volleyball in what people consider to be the traditional form or the correct form. Because, I mean, at some levels, <clears throat> the traditional like bump set spike isn't going to work as well and sometimes things are going to get weird and you're not going to be playing volleyball in a perfect system so my advice would be figure out what is the best way to win at your level and focus on that rather than focus on being a particular type of player unless you're trying to advance and be at a higher level then find what works best at that higher level that you want to achieve Focus on that, and then you can focus on trying to get to that level and play and win at the level that you want to attain. Once you have found the perfect practice style of play that works for you, the next thing is to find the situation that works the best for you. Sports can be an outlet, episode 16, increase confidence, episode 5, be competitive, episode 6, and so much more. It is important to find the situation that is in line with what you're looking to get out of your sports experience. If you're playing in a very competitive setting, but just want to meet and connect with people, then that is not the ideal situation. Conversely, if you want to play in a very competitive setting and everyone else just wants to have fun, then that will not be a good situation for anyone involved. It is important to make sure that you are getting what you want out of your playing experience. Whatever you're looking for it is important to be all in, to focus, see episode four, and give 100% of whatever you have available at that moment, episode 11. Savvy Simo, past UCLA indoor and beach player, has a really great perspective on the hows and whys of playing. Hi, this is Savvy Simo, and I'm a professional beach volleyball player. 
I just had my first season on the AVP tour and I'm looking forward to many more years of it, hopefully. Um, I think the best advice that I could give, you know, up and coming volleyball players, whether you want to be professional or you just want to do it for fun. I think the best thing to do is just is be, be all in and go for it. No matter what your skill level is, I think the biggest thing, the most important thing is to, to enjoy it, to connect with people and to, to work hard and to be out there as much as you, as much as you can. I think the, one of the best parts about beach volleyball is the fact that, you know, you get to be in the sand, you get to meet incredible people and it, it can be on your own time. In a lot of places in the world now, there's facilities that allow you to play at night, not only just during the day at the beach. So take advantages of those opportunities and, you know, keep, keep connecting with people, keep meeting new people, making new friends and just get after it. I, I, I just think it's one of those sports where, you know, there doesn't have to be anything organized for you to go do it. You don't have to play in a league. You can get three other people and, and go play a competitive game and go have fun with it. So I guess, you know, a couple pieces of advice uh, would be to, to go for it, go all in, have fun, make the connections and use the, use it as an outlet, use it as a workout. Um, it's a great workout and it's a great outlet to distract you from the real world. Um, it's done nothing but help me in, in my life. And the reason I keep playing is because I love it so much. I don't do it for the money. I don't do it for the fame. I do it because I love the sport and I love every single person that I've met. So yeah, that's definitely my biggest piece of advice. There's obviously other technical things. If you want to get better that you can work on, I think the two most important skills would be serving and passing. Probably you can win a game with serving and passing. It's so important, but to just get into it would just be to enjoy it, have fun and make those awesome connections. Cause I've made incredible connections and I'll have friends for life now. Another thing that goes in line with the setting and situation that you're playing or competing in is the people that you're practicing or playing with. Sports are social, and the time that you spend with people create a sense of community for everyone involved. Hey, y'all. It's Tony Rodriguez, professional beach volleyball player. I just wanted to tell you guys that I believe one of the biggest things about beach volleyball is the community. Um, getting to be a part of something so special and getting to meet so many amazing people is something that I love about this sport. I also believe that getting reps as much as possible and playing as much as possible is going to help your game elevate to the next level. When you're having a good experience and enjoying yourself, you will want to do that activity more. It makes it easier to want to play and train when you're having a positive experience playing with the people you're playing with. One of the biggest questions that I got over the last couple of weeks is how to find a partner, keep a partner, and be a good partner. It has been my experience that partnership issues may be the single most difficult component of playing a partner or team sport. For more information on group dynamics, see episode 13. Since this is especially true in doubles, we will have an entire episode later in the season devoted entirely to discussing partnership dynamics in sports. How do you find, get, and keep a beach volleyball or doubles partner for any sport, as well as what it is to be a good partner and a partner that other people want to play with? For those of you that are attending the Final Four for Indoor Volleyball this year, I will be presenting a virtual seminar titled Get Your Players Out of Their Heads, The Who, What, When, Where, Why, and How of Sports Psychology in the Beach Game. In this seminar, I'll be talking a little more in depth about partner dynamics. This seminar also discusses and defines sports psychology, details mental performance coaching, touches on international players and cultural dynamics, goes into more detail about what mental coaching looks like, describes how long it takes, the value add, and best practices. 
The virtual seminar is December 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I will be there to answer any questions that you may have during that time via chat. If you're attending the ABCA convention virtually or in person, be sure to check it out. I'll be following up on questions from the ABCA convention in next week's podcast. I hope this helps to provide you with some advice for athletes of any level. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact me at laura at radoconsulting.com. That's L-A-U-R-A at R-A-T-T-O-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot com. And remember, passion first and everything else will fall into place. Holly Holm.